Today's message has been brought to you by Faith Family Church in Billings, Montana. For more information, visit faithfamilybillings.com. Rolling this morning, and what we're going to do is, if you've noticed on at Vessels, we have been doing prayer, and so uh, we'll teach a little bit, and then we'll jump into some prayer, probably, possibly have Sean come up and help us with prayer this morning, but um, just... Lord had laid some stuff on my heart just about effective prayer because I think that sometimes as believers, we um, can get frustrated at the point of prayer because, well, I'm praying, I'm praying, and nothing's happening, and nothing's happening, but we, there's actually parts in the word that we see that help our effectiveness in prayer. I think Probably some of you have verses coming up on the inside of you of those right now. But uh, so we're going to dive into that a little bit because how many want to be effective in prayer? I want to be, and I'm going to read about John Knox, how, um, is he Scottish? Is that what he was? How uh, people feared the prayers of John Knox, Right? And uh, so anyways, I just think that there are some truths about prayer that we need to understand and we'll be less frustrated in it. And let me just um, tell you this. So, so we're going to take notes because we're not going to spend a lot of time. We're going to kind of build this as we go. And you'll have to look back at some things. But um, So we're going to bite off little pieces at a time. And then we're going to go to pray. We're going to put it to work. We're going to put it to practice, right? And uh, so... Nobody in here should have the idea, and if you have this idea, we need to reshape our thinking in this, is that there are prayers, and I'm not one. I don't see that anywhere in the word. Jesus was our example, right? And how much did he pray? How much did he spend with the Father? So get out of the insecurity of I can't pray and start believing God and asking the Holy Spirit, the teacher, to help you to learn how to pray and to be effective at it. Amen? And um, <clears throat> because when I look up at the word prayer, and let me give you an example of my own life, okay? When the task was given to me to do prayer, I had to fight, because this is a thought that I had to fight my whole life, is, is that I don't know how to pray. Anybody else have that? Okay, thank you. Or, or uh, I don't even know where to start. Like, like, I just, I'm not a prayer. I've used that term. I'm not a prayer. Well, we're going to see this in the word as we go, but we are all prayers. And we should all exercise prayer, and we should all grow in prayer. And it should actually just be a part of our life every single day day. So when, when that happened, when they, when they, when Sean said, we came to that conclusion that you're going to be leading prayer. I, it was a challenge to me. Like I had to fight thoughts within myself of, well, Sean, you're the prayer. I'm not the prayer. I don't know how to do that. I didn't go to prayer school, you know? <laughs> I mean, these are the thoughts that I had to fight with that um, somehow it just was something that I wasn't called to or couldn't do. 
Um, and I think a lot of people get in that, that mindset. But, but, I, but I also do think that a lot of believers and Christians, they look at prayer, and even those that are maybe religious, look at prayer as when I'm in, in, an, in a time of need, that's when I beg to God, and hopefully something sticks. But that's not what prayer is. It's so much deeper than that. And so um, I actually had to imagine this. When God asks you to do something, you're going to have to use your faith, and he'll help you develop. So I just said, I said, Lord, you've asked me to do this. I know that this is what we do. I know that part of prayer is part of fellowship and communion with you. I want to grow in this area so Holy Spirit as my teacher. Now, this was the point. It wasn't that I didn't pray, but this was the point of actually leading prayer that I had a hard time. It's like, what do I know about prayer that I can, I know nothing. But the Holy Spirit began to teach you, you know, God is so good that when you step out in obedience, he will then come with his grace and he will empower you to step out in that obedience. See, sometimes we look at things that God, that God asks us to do and we get our natural out in front that says, well, you can't do that. How are you going to do that? That's impossible. There's this and this and there's this situation and there's that and this happened and all this stuff. When we're to put the word of God, the thing that God told us to do out in front and then believe him that he will supply the grace and the ability to walk out what he's asked us to do. Faith is really simple, right? So we're going to look at, um, you're supposed to say, yes, it is. Thank you. Amen. Faith is simple. It's simple. Prayer is simple. It's simple. So uh, prayer in the Webster Dictionary, the Merriam-Webster Dictionary says, it's an address such as a petition to God in word or thought, an earnest request. The King James um, says it this way, it's in worship to supplicate, to implore, to ask with reverence and humility. Prayer in the Hebrew Bible is an evolving means of interacting with God. How many think it might be a good idea that if you're going to have a relationship with somebody, you should probably have some interaction? There should be, it should be evolving. It should be a daily interaction. You know, if I, if I, I was going to say, if I'm married to Sean, which I actually am, so that's true fact. And I have a relationship with him, and we've come into a place of covenant together, because that's what marriage is. And then we never spend time fellowshipping. How many know you're going to be missing a major part of the relationship? There's something missing there. And when I look at prayer and our relationship with the Lord, that's just part of the covenant. That's part of the relationship that we should, it should be so common to us is prayer. Um, the, it's a devout petition to God, communion with God, as in supplication, thanksgiving, adoration, or confession. So all prayer is... And I know this is simple, and some of you may be thinking, I know this, but how many think we can always increase in the word? So the first thing that I know that we have to realize and understand about prayer 
is actually found in James 5.16, but what, as I was looking through James 5.16, I noticed some things about this, and I really like how the King James, because if you look in some translations of 5.16, James 5.16, they'll, they'll word it a little bit different and put the words kind of in a different order, but in the King James or the New King James Version, it says, confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Now, some translations puts, put a righteous man's prayers are effective and fervent. Some of them put that there. But I thought it was interesting, and we need to take note, that this says the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. It tells me that, and um, I'll read a couple of different translations before I get to that, but uh, let me do it in the message. The message is not a translation, just a paraphrase, but the prayer of a person living right with God is something powerful to be reckoned with. So do you understand righteousness is not just your position, but it's also your living and operating in that position that you've been placed in. There's an operation to that position. The voice says your prayers are powerful when they are rooted in a righteous life. And I, I really like this one, the Young Literal Translation. Young's says very strong is a working supplication of a righteous man. So we know we're righteous. How many righteous in here? Oh man, and I've got scripture to show us is 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Galatians 2.16, Knowing that a man is not justified or declared righteous by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. Even when we have believed in Christ Jesus that we might be justified, or you could say declared righteous by faith in Christ, and not by the works of the law, for by the works of the law no flesh shall be justified, declared righteous. Romans 5.19, for as by one man's disobedient many were made sinners, so also by one man's obedience many will be made righteous. Righteousness is a free gift. There is nothing you can do to earn right standing with God. Hallelujah. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are righteous not because of what you do. You're righteous because of faith in Jesus. You've been seated in heavenly places. See, the problem is, is that, and this is where I believe that we get into frustration as a Christian and um, away from that point is God has made us righteous, but when we try to live from the pit that he pulled us out of, instead of live where righteousness placed us, you're going to be frustrated as a Christian and you're going to be frustrated in your prayer life. Because when God declared you righteous, he empowered you and put into you 
the ability to live in that place. So I like to say, and I'll say this a lot to myself when my flesh tries to get out of hand, because that happens, okay? But I wrangle it in, and, you, and I usually will say stuff like this because what I'm trying to do is not trying. What I am doing is I'm reconditioning my mind, my flesh, telling my flesh what to do, but reconditioning my mind who I am and where I've been positioned. So when my flesh gets out of line, let's just say out of not walking in love, I'll grab a hold of my flesh. I mean, not, you know, I don't go like this or anything. But I'll grab a hold of myself and I'll say, no, that is not who I am. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And I've been given everything by the spirit of God deposited in me to live righteous. To live what my name declares I am. I am a daughter of the king. We are sons and daughters. We've been purchased in. So I don't want you to think that um, you have to earn your righteousness for God to hear you. Listen, because we're righteous is what gives us the ability to walk into the throne room with boldness and stand before the Father and bring our petition and our requests and ask of the Lord, and he helps us in our time of need. That's what the scripture says. But if I don't believe that I'm righteous that I'm in right standing with God, number one, then I'm going to have a hard time boldly going into that throne room. So that's a huge part. You have to understand who you are in Christ, and how do we understand that? What does God say about me? What is the position that he's given me? So that's why, why do we sit and look to the heavens in prayer and beg God to do something when we can actually just go up to the throne room and ask him? Because he's our father. Now, the part that talks about the effective, right? The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman avails much effectiveness has to do and it actually means operative functioning fruitful and productive do you know you can be a christian and and we can be believers and we can be productive and fruitful or we cannot it's kind of like in our house i have children and we have rules to our house and they will always be a McFarland. They will always be loved. They will always have <clears throat> the ability to go into the refrigerator and get food. That will never stop. But when they act outside of the guardrails that we have set up, they don't have certain privileges that are part of being in the family. All right? Now, don't let your mind go I want you to see something. Rather than think, I have to do something to earn something, think, I'm doing this because this is my nature. This is the position, this is the place that God has placed me. 
And when we step out of that, in the case of in our home, there's disobedience or whatever, not following the structure that we have. It's not that we put, it's, it's not a dictatorial, you know, we're trying to keep everything in the blessings from our children, but when they step out of the guise of the structure that we've had set up in our home, they are actually the ones that choose to allow that discipline in their life to have, there's got to be discipline. There's got to be structure. And so in prayer, and we're going to see this, and I just want to point this out, but we'll look at it more as we go on next week or whatever, but... um, But at the beginning of James, it says, confess your faults one to another and pray for one another. If you did a study of prayer and walking in love, there is a lot that go together. So what happens when we step out of who God created us to be, we actually put ourselves in a position and we are the ones that open the door to the enemy and God's God's on this side the enemy's on this side and we're allowing stuff in the back door while through the front door we're trying to do this does that make sense you're trying to you're trying to um well, what it is, is what we said at the beginning, you're living, you're, you've been placed in as a son and a daughter. You've been brought to a place of righteousness seated in Christ, but you're still trying to live out of the pit that God pulled you out of. When we should be living in the place of righteousness. And there is fruit to that. There is fruit to that. And why I think... You know, I, a lot of times people don't pray is they get scared and they get intimidated and they don't feel worthy to go in and talk to God. When you're not worthy based on what you did or didn't do anyways. So you might as well just go in. Because you're righteous. You are righteous. You are righteous. And so the prayer of a... If, the effective, fervent prayer. So effective is fruitful. It's productive, which means that you could have ineffective prayer, non-fruitful prayer. Fervent, it's heartfelt and it's sincere. Supplication, and that's one of the words used uh, for prayer here, is to make a humble entreaty. So the operative, fruitful, productive prayer heartfelt and sincere supplication and entreaty of a righteous man or woman avails much. And as we go, we're going to look into, I mean, there are scriptures in the, in the word about if there's strife in a home, a husband and a wife, your prayers will not be answered. So don't tell me because of all the scriptures with prayer that are connected with walking in love that we can have, we are righteous, yes. And a lot of people like to quote James 5, 16 and say, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm the righteousness of God. But then try to live in the pit. And don't live out their sonship or their relationship with God. They're harboring all of this stuff on the inside of them And getting frustrated at God because God's not answering my prayers when God is saying, you're letting the back door, the back door is open. 
And he's so patient and faithful. But I want to have effective prayers. You know, one thing about prayer is that when you're daily having communion with the Lord and fellowshipping with the Lord, there is a part of prayer that actually, and I'm gonna, I'll read it right here. Um, the most common Greek word translated prayer in the New Testament is prosuke. The word prosukamai is prosukamai, and it doesn't just capture one single element of prayer. It captures every element. Now listen to this. Submission, confession, petition, intercession, supplication, praise, and thanksgiving. So we've treated prayer sometimes in this way. Well, I'm really in a tough situation and I need to go, I need to pray. And hope, hope he's listening. When prayer on a daily basis and a fellowship with the Lord is coming before him with a humble heart and having communion with the Father and hearing him and he's speaking to you and you're speaking to him. How many think every relationship should have that? So don't get the idea that you're not a prayer. I've heard that so much. Well, I'm not really a prayer. Yes, you are. Are you in relationship with the Father? Relationship and good, healthy relationship has communion. They commune together. And then in prayer, when you're daily in prayer, listen, you can be talking to the Lord and in prayer when you're driving your car, when you're painting the walls, when you're working in the garden. Now there are times to take that prayer and go into your prayer closet. But we can be hearing from the Father all day long and communing and having relationship. And when you're doing that, when that's, you don't leave God here or you don't just talk to God on Sundays, but you actually have this relationship because you're a son or a daughter and you have that relationship, you then have God speaking to you and leading you and guiding you into righteous living. Because I don't know about you, the closer I get to the Lord and the more I commune with him, I know I'm not living up to my name. This isn't who I am. You know, if you've been walking to the Lord with the Lord for any period of time, you know. But you've got this relationship where you allow the Father to speak into you, and you speak to him, and he can freely speak into you, and when you've made a mistake, you can freely go to him. It is a beautiful thing. It's amazing. It's amazing. So we are righteous because of Jesus, but we frustrate that free gift or that grace when we try to live in the pit that he's brought us out of. So when we talk about James 5.16, you have to understand that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, not because of what you did or how you did it perfectly, but because of Jesus Christ. That is why we celebrate this day. Jesus died so that we could be brought back to relationship with the Father in an intimate relationship, not a far off, he's in heaven, I'm down here. 
but an intimate relationship, and prayer is part of that. D.A. Carson says, effective prayer is the fruit of a relationship with God, not technique for acquiring blessings. We have used prayer in a lot of ways for acquiring blessing. I, if I, even out in, in the public, okay, people that don't even really know God, Oh, yeah, just pray for me. Yep, I'll take prayer, anything. You know, and they're hoping, hoping that it'll stick. They don't understand prayer. They don't understand prayer. Effective prayer is the fruit of a relationship with God, not a technique for acquiring blessings. So, now that we all see prayer differently, and you know that you're righteous, and you know that God gave you, through Jesus, the right to stand before his throne, that place of right standing before him, before his throne, you're in a whole, lot, whole different position. It's the best position. It is the only position to be able to go and have conversation with God in intimacy and communion and depth. So just remember that the word, that prayer, there is so much that happens in it. It's submission, confession, petition, intercession, supplication, praise, and thanksgiving. And we're going to jump into prayer here for about 20 minutes. But if you want to grow in prayer, this is an awesome, different kinds of prayer. This is by Rick Renner. It comes with a DVD series and then a little book, but that will help you understand prayer. Um, and we're going to get into different things, but I think the biggest thing that the Lord showed me in this, in James 5:16, was is that um, before it goes into an effectual, fervent prayer, it talks about um, not harboring unforgiveness, is what that verse is talking about. Not harboring those things. And um, which is why I love that, that in prayer, not only in that communion, in that relationship and talking to God, that he knows that he has the free place to speak to you, okay, you need to make these adjustments. You need to make this adjustment. Because I want effective prayer. How about you? We're not just throwing up a Hail Mary. We're righteous. Talking to our Father. So all of us are prayers. So we're going to jump into prayer here. Um, you can turn the music on, Josh. And if you're at home watching, just start praying at home. We're going to pray in the understanding. We're going to pray in the spirit. And we'll get more into that. But... Let's just pray. Let's pray for rain. Let's pray for this service today. Let's pray for um, this city. Just uh, God is, it's raining. If you haven't noticed, it's raining. So we're going to pray. And uh, do you want to help? Sure.
Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Apparently, he needs a seat. All right. So, Father, we just thank you. Effective, fervent, heartfelt prayer of a righteous man and woman avails much. Yes. Thank Thank you, Father, that we are the righteousness of you in Christ Jesus. We thank you, Father, that you've placed us in a position. Lord, we purpose to come in line with our righteousness, to live righteous, to live godly, to live out our new nature and the place that you've put us, that position. Thank you. Father, we thank you and we praise you, Lord. Lord, just as you told us to pray in Zechariah 10, to pray for the rain. We thank you that it's raining in this place. We thank you that it's raining on the people. It's raining in this city. It's raining on this church. It's raining in other churches. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father God, that, Lord, you are moving mightily in our midst. Thank you, Lord. That we don't keep our focus and our aim and our gaze on the things of the natural. But, Father, we turn those towards heaven. We turn our gaze toward Jesus Christ, the author and the finisher of our faith. Oh, we're so thankful that our forerunner, Jesus Christ, set his eyes on the prize and continued and finished what he had set out to do. And because he did, we can keep our eyes on you and we can finish what you set us out to do. So we thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you for the sacrifice. We thank you. On this day, we honor you. We glorify you, Lord. We give you praise. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You are high and lifted up. You're worthy of our praise. So we just thank you and we praise you, Father. Oh, the people. Yeah, the people. The people. Sitting in darkness. The people. The people, Brescella, Brassande, Sedela, Brescida, Brassando, Oncele, Bredisha. Oh, the people that they see, they see, they see the light that we've seen. Felamaso Breshkete, Elamande de Debreshi, Siria Tarabaso Brete, Elamande de Veze, Labrasho Brende, In Setela Brabaya Sete, Elamande de Debreshki, Riatarabaso Brete, and Zelebreshila Brabaso Broshom Brende de Siti in Zelebre, the Brasa Tela Bredishka, Daya Sobro, Ombrende, Sheila Brasso, that precious, that precious fruit, that precious fruit fruit of the earth nemaska de le brechila bra sobre te shila mande de de vesete elamaya subre shila bra sete le bra sudo brosho elamande de de visiti it celebraya sobre elamande de de visiti in celebraya sete de bra basso brosho dosa de de vedeske elamande de de visiti andara da basso brete en gela bra sidi it celebraso ombrosho dosa de la brete 
Ombreshi Siti and Andere Ombreshi Robosa, that harvesting, that harvesting, that harvesting of that precious, that precious fruit. Veramaste de Breshila Brasombrondose, Edamande de Divisiti Eat Celebraya Sobre. Father, we as the church, Lord, I pray that we would, it would burn within us the heart for the lost, the heart for that precious fruit. Those people, those people, Velamaso, Brendisha, Elamaya Sombrende Sidieske, Elamaya Seteda Brasobre Teshisiti, Insela Broso, yeah, that rain, because it's raining, it's raining on them, it's raining on us, Lord. Velamaso Breshi Siti, Itsela Brabasa Telebre Desha Sayanamonde, Elamande Esera Brasidi, Itsela Brosobre Deshila Brambande. So we just function in the rain. We function with the rain. We function there. As a church, we function there. That heart, that passion, that passion, that intense passion for the lost. Those, those people. A recognition, recognizing them. Our eyes up, our eyes seeing, we're seeing, understanding, Breshe, not sleeping, not sleeping, we're awake, we're awake, Breshe, a church that's awake. Namaste la Breshe la Brai, Enamande de Visiti Andro de Broshe, Elevando, Seda, Brase, Ensite, the Breshe, de la Brai, a sombro, Ombrende de Visiti Andre de Breshe, Tela Brasso, Bruce, Telera, Babara de Basso. This is where that fervency comes in. Come on, heartfelt, heartfelt. Oh, the heart, the heartbeat of the Father. The heartbeat of the Father is that no one would perish, but all would come to life. That's our heartbeat. Many of you are going to have family that you're coming in contact today with because it's Easter that maybe don't know the Lord. Start praying for them. Start praying for those divine appointments. Start praying for those, looking for those opportunities to either be the planter, the water, or the harvester. Oh, that boldness. We're bold. We're bold. We're bold. We have the lion of the tribe of Judah on the inside, the spirit of God on the inside of us. We are bold. Yeah, we push out that fear. We push out that fear. We don't, we don't yield to the fear. We yield to the boldness. The spirit of the living God. Oh, yeah, those parents, those children, those cousins, those aunts, those uncles, nieces and nephews, that they would encounter heaven today. Because everywhere we go, 
We carry the light and the truth and the illumination. Venamastate, the life, that life. Venamastate, the breshisiti. Elamando rodobroshka sobre te shisiti. Ezera braba sobre te sharabo sobre te. Lenamande ensite la braba sobre te. Ite la breshisiti. Ite la breshila braya sobro. Sobro, sobro, ombre. Enrambando, brende. Come on, let's pray for those people that are coming in this building today. And Amaso, that fervent, heartfelt, Velamaso, we're a city. Oh, the people, Father, the best Changed and never the same. Changed and never the same. Brought from death to life. Brought from the pit to a place of right standing with God. Yes, removed in the name of Jesus. We thank you. It removes the burden of sin. Yeah, those the burden of death. You have to remove. You have to move. And a Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, let's keep up our endurance just for a few minutes longer. Endurance in prayer. Oh, thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for the table that has been set. And we eat. Velamasso, we partake. We partake of healing. Oh, thank you, Lord. Healing and freedom. The life, the life that's in the bread, the bread of life. You are the bread of life. Greater, greater, yes. the greater one. That light, 
that light going out and and penetrating all darkness, all blinders, removing yokes, removing chains and burdens. The convincing, the conviction of the Holy Spirit, the convincing of the Holy Spirit upon those, upon those that are lost, that are lost, that are lost, that are lost, that are in chains, that are in chains, that are in that family, that darkness, that family of darkness. We we thank you, Father, that you're 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 giving them opportunity to leave that family and come into your family. Open house, it's an open house. The Father's house is an open house. Coming in, coming yes, in, thank you, Lord. coming in, thank you, Lord. coming in, thank you, Lord. coming yes, in to the Esto, Este Dea, Enzo, Oso, Cobo, Este, Este, Bala, Dala, Dea, 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 Ando, Te, Shababa, De, Te, Se, and the Vano, Jujidia, Tano, Jundidia, Anzi, Vedeshi, Coro, Moshe, De, Vela, Levana, Dea, and Odo, Do, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's just thank him. Praise him. Thank you, Father. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We praise you. We thank you, Father. Come on, you thank him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise you, Father. We glorify you, Lord. We worship you. We magnify you. Oh, you're so good. You're so good. You're so good. Oh, we worship you. Glory be your name. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. We thank you. We thank you. We honor you. In Jesus' name. Um, I just want to say this. <clears throat> Two things that came up in my heart. This is the prophetic side of things. If you, I'm not, how many know we believe in all the five gifts of, that are offices? If you're listening to a prophetic voice that is always negative, that never imparts faith, in other words, they never preach the actual written word, stop listening to them now. Just warning you in advance, and here's the reason why. The second thing is this, praying in the spirit is, is especially in an atmosphere like this, is practice day. I mean, we're actually in the game, but there's a lot of, there's, there's good protection here. You say, what do you mean by that? Well, we're all together in one place. Okay, so when you get out by yourself, this is, this is what I've seen happen. You'll have somebody, say, in football practice. I've watched this through the years with kids and different levels. I've probably done it myself. But young people, you, know, you have that one person or two people that are kind of playing around in practice. I mean, they're dr- doing the drills and things like that, but they're really not paying attention to what's going on. And you know what happens when they get out into the game? The, the words that came up in me is they get their bell rung. Have you ever had your bell rung real good? 
Don't treat them. This could be the younger people. This could be younger in the Lord, but teenagers as well. Don't treat what we're doing as just, oh, yeah, you're going to get your bell rung. Don't you dare play with spiritual warfare because you get your bell rung. You're going to get out in the front. This is why novices are not allowed in leadership. Because the devil takes them out. They don't know how to fight. So make sure that you're not, you should be able to, what they say, what is it, field strip a weapon and put it back together. We should be so good. How many have seen those good military videos where the guy's hanging upside down blindfolded, takes his gun apart and puts it back together blindfolded? That's what you should be like in the spirit. That's what you should be like. So two things there. One, if you're listening to a prophetic voice and you're never getting faith, in other words, all you're hearing is doom and gloom, shut it off. Shut it off. Now, if you're listening to one and they're preaching the word of faith and they're preaching, they're putting faith in you even though they realize what's going on in the world, fine. Praise the Lord. But you don't want fear built up in you because the world's going to get stinkier. But you have to become better smelling. And there's only one way to do that, and that's the word of faith. Because our, the message to us is not it's so bad we're going under. The message to us is it doesn't matter how bad it gets. We've gone over. Amen. Okay, so Amen. Please, please keep that in mind. Amen. So you're a prayer, right? Don't label yourself as not one because if you're a child of God, you have a relationship and communion. So this week, just pray. Talk to God. If you're not used to doing that, start. Amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. If you would like more information about Faith Family Church, including service times and location, visit faithfamilybillings.com.